Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon the Intermission. I'm Eric. I'm Jason. Are you sure? I hope so. That was good. That was very dramatic. I like it. I like Thank it a you. lot. Thank yeah. you. I always try to come in with my own catchy little phrase or something. Or I don't well, yeah, know. you know, I do too. I mean, one, I mean, I just try to come in where it's not the same all the time. You know? Gotcha. Just, yeah. yeah you just where it's a little. You want to mix it up a little bit. A little yeah. bit different. Yeah. You don't want to be. You don't like want to be typecast, right? <laughs> yeah. In this case, with the same. Intro. I'm Eric. Yeah. Hi. I'm Jason. Yeah, I can kind of see why we need to mix it up there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, no, so it's good. It's good to mix yeah. it up. Anyway, hey, guys, yeah. thanks for joining us. We've got a great show. Absolutely. Uh, remember to always check out our uh, social media. We're at uh, Twitter. We're on the Twitters. Is that, old, is that what old people say? We're on the Twitters. Twitters. We're on the Twitters, we're, yeah. we're doing the tweeting. You can find us on Twitter there you go. PTI underscore podcast. There you go. There you go. And we got Facebook at? Pardon the intermission. There you go. Not in my old guy voice. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for the old guy voice. You kind of threw Find me. I was like, Wait. us on Facebook at Pardon the Intermission. God dang it. <laughs> I know. I feel, I don't all know. Right. Well, I guess we're going to have to get on TikTok. I guess we are old now. Because isn't everybody on TikTok now? Yeah, all the, uh, all yeah. the young ones? I will tell you this right now. If we get on TikTok, you are signing our death warrants. <laughs> I kid you not. I, I don't I know. I think we're better off not on TikTok. Well, you know, I always hear how people get lost and spend hours on TikTok. My daughter being one of really? them. Really? 13 year old daughter she is on tiktok so Uh-oh. much i'm surprised Uh-oh. i'm surprised that that company is even still catering to multiple customers i'm surprised she's not their only she hasn't burned down the server yeah right exactly i mean i can't begin to never mind if i go I, on if i go on a diatribe about that that is what this whole show will be about and that's i, I not was gonna say yeah, i no. i don't know i don't know yeah with this whole uh tiktok thing i don't know what's going on but but i try to i don't even want to know i don't even want to know i don't even want to get on it yeah no thanks uh, hey we got a great show like i said and we're gonna start off with an interesting story here uh you'd post did i post it or you post it one of us posted you posted it not me don't try and pawn this off on me this thing this thing is about (laughs) jamie fox and it's like what the heck is going on here that's what i want to know Wow. Okay, so as, as yeah. everybody probably knows, uh, around April, I think it was, all of a sudden there were kind of these rumors and, and, and news stories about Jamie Foxx and health condition and issues, and but nobody ever said really what was going on. They just said that, you know, he's had some issues and the family says, you know, they, mm-hmm. you know his yeah. fans wish him the best and all this. And yeah. um, nobody even knew what's happening. Well, recently, uh, there's, there's a story from OK Magazine that came out um, and entertainment reporter uh, A.J. Benza had said in the story that there is a source that told him close to Jamie Foxx that mm-hmm. basically is now saying that Jamie Foxx the whole time has been recovering from a COVID shot and apparently mm-hmm. had a blood clot and it left him paralyzed and blind and he has wow. all these health issues now because <clears throat> yeah. of it yeah. and that he was filming a movie that mm-hmm. they forced him to get it um, you know, to, to comply with, with their uh, COVID restrictions 
and um, and now he has all these health issues. The family now has come out and said his daughter specifically saying, "No, that's not the case. He's okay. He did have an incident, and but now now he's out there playing pickleball. I don't know why she said pickleball specifically, <laughs> but, I, but he's out there playing. You know, doing this pickleball thing. Right, right. To, he, you know, and he's he's getting better. So they still didn't say exactly what was going on with him, hmm. but they said that no, that wasn't the case, and he's getting better. Okay. My question is why wouldn't the family or you know his agency or somebody put out like an official or even him mm-hmm. an official release if this was really the case if he's getting better what do you think's going on here well okay so in regard okay so yeah i first of all i don't know what's going on here there's so much he said she said involved with this yeah and in regards to like his publicist coming out with a statement you're absolutely right on that, Eric. The, obviously, we know that all of the actors, especially the main stars, have publicists. And these publicists are in part responsible for public relations for them, especially when it comes down to situations like these. Mm-hmm. So his publicist should have been front and center in issuing just some kind of statement. And it didn't have to get down to the nitty gritty as far as what happened to him. But he or she, whoever this person is that works for Jamie, should have come out right from the get-go and said uh, something to the effect of, uh, we've all heard something happen to uh, Mr. Fox while filming his latest movie. Uh, all we can tell you right now is that he is being hospitalized. He's in good spirits, blah, 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 yada, yada, so on and so forth. Yeah. They obviously they didn't do that. And that's and the reason why it reason why it should have been done is because of what we're seeing right now well, with all this back and forth banter. Well, yeah, and, and exactly. I mean, it, it leads to a lot of speculation by yes. not doing it. And and here's yes. the thing is that, you know, and in, in here his daughter was saying that, you know, well, all these rumors are running wild and, you know, my dad has yeah. uh, been out of the hospital recuperating for weeks. But the thing is, is that, okay, but, you know, this all lends to like all this wild speculation when there's when everybody else is silent. I yeah. understand that, you know, families want privacy and I have no problem with that. But yeah. at the same time, these entertainment figures are in the public eye mm-hmm. and they don't, I don't necessarily think that they 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 should tell us every aspect of their lives, no, but you no. can't just say, you know, I mean, these, these rumor or these stories, not rumors, actually stories of, of Jamie Foxx going in the hospital with some serious medical condition. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, oh no, he's okay now. He's out there playing pickleball. Yeah. Um, which do you even know what pickleball is? Yeah. So pickleball, what is it? Cause I, I don't, <laughs> I see this played by a bunch of people over near where I live. Oh, really? It's, yeah. It's kind of like a cross between tennis and badminton in a way so okay so you have these little paddles like uh yeah they're like little uh like little like ping, ping pong, pong paddles exactly okay. like little ping okay. pong paddles but they're like really bright green or bright orange and they have like holes in them or something and yeah you kind of play it like tennis where you get multiple players sometimes in groups of four or groups of six i think and you just smack the ball back and forth mm. and it's a very active game from what i've seen i've never played it before but it looks pretty active and i guess it's becoming really popular in this country because even lebron james the nba star owns a pickleball league or a pickleball team or something there's an official pickleball league yeah i guess wow who knew but anyway so yeah getting getting back to how this connects with the with the jamie fox story um yeah, you know, obviously, it's uh, gonna say. Obviously, they're gonna say something like that so they can kind of tone down all of the back and forth on social media and all the speculation, sure, sure. And the rumors. Yeah, and th- this is this is their way of doing damage control, is what it but, is. But but it's kind of like a little bit too little, too late. And and here's the other bit, thing yeah. too. 
when you when you're uh, and I'm not saying that that he wasn't playing pickleball, but I'm just saying like when you have a story, <laughs> and you know you know how when people kind of like you know fudge the truth a little bit and they they say they say specific things like no. you know yeah it's like he was playing and <laughs> uh, why is it specifically pickleball? I mean never said right. you know hey he's out there playing the sport he loves oh what sport is that well pickleball you know but no I mean it's like he's, <laughs> just the way that that they came out and said it's like okay something's not quite right here yeah so that and that obviously leads us to believe one of two things that either a or one his situation wasn't as serious as we've been led on to believe yeah two his situation was a little bit more serious serious, than we were led on to believe and because it's jamie fox obviously they need to be well guarded with his health but uh you're right eric i mean this is something that i mean somebody slipped on a banana peel here as far as public relations and it should have been handled a little bit better than yeah because they say he was filming a movie with i guess with cameron diaz and so they they've actually uh this movie they've actually kept the production going and they have a body double right now in for jamie fox yeah so i get when he can get back in there then he can get in there and film the other you know the scenes that he needs to be in but yeah you know i uh, here's here's the bottom line. We really don't know what's going on with Jamie. Um, no, no. And, and this is this is all speculation and rumor and opinion. So nobody really knows until Jamie comes out and tells us himself. So, but I will say, you know, he's one of the most talented actors right now in Hollywood yeah. and musicians. And yep. I hope I do hope the best for the guy and, so and pray for the guy. I hope he gets better. Um, that's yeah. the most important thing, you know, yeah. regardless of what's happening. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely wish him the best. So. Yeah, yeah, I do too. And again, everyone, we're not trying to make this a controversy. Uh, it's it's what it is. It's just it's just a little. There's an old adage in media, folks, that says if it bleeds, it leads, and that's what this is. This is an example of if it bleeds, it leads. Well, let me ask you this: AJ Benza, do you know anything about him? Is he a pretty reliable entertainment reporter? Never heard anything about AJ Benza. I've never read any of his work, so I can't answer that. Because I think honestly. he was on uh, what was he on? Was it Entertainment Tonight? Or I mean, he he had a show. I remember an entertainment show. And he would do a lot of this, okay. you know, entertainment news. So he was in the space, but I just don't know, you know, as far as, you know, how credible oh, um, you know, his reporting was, um, okay. you know. So, but I, I haven't heard, I haven't heard much from him lately. I don't follow him or anything. So right. this is like the first I've heard of him in, in a couple of years, actually, three okay. or a few years, actually. But anyway, anyway. Um, hey, okay. So yeah. uh, next, next thing here, I yes. wanted to. I recently watched, uh, yes, I'm late to the party, but I recently watched mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yay! Finally, Yay. part three, volume three, I should say. Volume part three. three, yeah, volume get it right. Three. I gotta get it right, folks. <laughs> get it right. Okay, so, um, and uh, I I wanted to give just, I you know, it's kind of not really a review, but I just kind of wanted to go go back and forth with you a little bit. Sure. And get your take. Yes. Um, I really, because you did a review on it, we already posted that. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed the movie. Good. I really did. I really did. I can't remember. What, what did you say about it? As far as, I mean, did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. Did yeah. you? Okay, let me ask you this now. Yeah. What did you, what do you think as far as Guardians mm-hmm. in, in the, in the uh, volume one, two, three, where does yeah. this actually fit? Is this better than one? Is it better than two? Or is it in, in the right place at number three, do you think? Did you like one and two better? Um, I liked one better. Didn't like two. I definitely liked three better. So if you didn't I, like two at all. Well, there were some aspects of two I did like, but overall, I thought it was. I thought it, I thought the second one came off as a little bit too campy for me. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. And Interesting. Now it was awesome seeing Kurt Russell back yeah, on the big as screen ego. as ego. But overall, I thought the second one for me was a little bit campy. 
This third one, I liked. What I loved about it the most was they got into Rocket's origin yeah. a lot. And they went back and forth between oh Rocket's torch. I know. Tor- Tearjerker through the whole thing. Poor little cute raccoon. Yeah. Or fox or rabbit or whatever he is. But yeah, so I, I really <laughs> like that back and forth. That badger. James Gunn. Badger, yeah. Isn't that what you. Gamora called him? Yeah, the badger. badger. The badger, just, yeah. just give the high evolutionary that badger. Badger, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Let's get out of here. Right. So I love that back and forth that they took with the story and, and rotating between some of Rocket's origin and then the modern day story that they were in there. Yeah. Um, and then obviously um, the, the soundtrack I didn't like as much, I'll be what? honest. I didn't like the soundtrack, even though it had some of it my had, favorite grunge hits of the it 90s. had more modern songs in this soundtrack. Yeah, but some of them, a lot of the modern songs I didn't like though. Wow. Yeah, but, a, but soundtrack aside, I like the film as a whole. On a, okay. on a scale of one to 10, I rated about an eight and a half. Yeah. So if I had to put them in order, one, two, three, I would actually go Guardians one first, Guardians three second, and then Guardians two third in terms of okay. my favorite films in order. I think for me, I would just say, I mean, I liked one. I To be honest, I would say this one for me, one and three are kind of tied. Okay. I, I liked them both, and then I, then I would put two. Okay. But yeah, I would say, I would definitely say probably one and three are kind of tied. Maybe one, three, two also, but... Okay. But I, I still it. like two. Now, what I yeah. did is that, you know, I, especially my daughter, I wanted to make sure that she kind of knew the story, <clears throat> so we recently rewatched one and two, two. before oh. we went and watched three, so it was all fresh Got in it. our minds, <laughs> which I'm glad... Actually, I'm glad I did that as well, because yeah. then I could really keep up with the story, and I think, wait, what? what's going on you know mm-hmm. but um yeah i really liked it man it was i'll say it was a little long it was, yeah it, they extended it a little bit maybe too much they could have cut some things out yeah. i don't really know if they needed they had some funny scenes when they went to the uh i'm sure everybody's seen it there's gonna be spoilers folks yeah. if, if you don't like it earmuffs for two <laughs> seconds and then pop us back on right but um no, uh, they, uh, you know, the scenes where they had the high evolutionary planet and they had the animal people. Right. I don't know if they needed. I mean, they could have cut that out. They they had some funny bits in there, but I don't think they needed. There's what I'm getting at is there's certain things they could have dropped. They didn't need. I did like the kids. A lot of people complain okay. that they had that whole kid slavery thing, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I, I kind of like that aspect because it it kind of lends to. Um, maybe I won't necessarily give it away, but it kind of lends to some of the characters in the end, you yeah. know, um, kind of to help tell their story. So I, yeah. I did like the kids. I didn't mind the uh, uh, some of the other stuff they could have cut out, though. I thought okay. maybe did a little bit too long. OK, yeah. see, the, the whole purpose of, of the, the animal people on the new Earth planet was that the high evolutionary, who was the main antagonist in this movie, the main villain, yeah. was going back and trying to recreate Earth and his vision. Because he he took all of the worst aspects of human society, like in our history, with dictators and tyrants and everything else and wars and everything else that have plagued a lot of our history on this planet. He wanted to basically learn from all of that and turn around and create his version of Earth in his yes. own in his own view. So you think he can make a perfect a perfect a perfect world. society. Yeah. Exactly. But, but what he ended up doing was essentially making a carbon copy of the human society just with with animals. Well, yeah, and that's and, what happened. And that's what it shows. And I and I understand yeah. all that. And I didn't mind it showing that. I thought they could have just tightened it up a little bit. Oh, gotcha. It seemed to okay. kind of drag yeah. a little bit during that point. Yeah. You know, when, when you're watching a movie, right? And I and I understand what they were doing. Because when you're watching a movie, especially with this last one, it was an, it was basically an emo... It was, a, I wouldn't say roller coaster. It was an emotional 
very high emotional movie, right? A lot more than the first two. Very, very heavy. Yes. And yes. so they were trying to bring you down a little bit and let you have time to recover before they went back into the emotion. I understand the ups and downs of the, you know, as far as when you're right. watching a movie and how they, you know. Yeah. So I understand that. They give the audience a little bit of time to recover, laugh a little bit, you know, kind of pull out of out of the the, the seriousness and then, then they dive back in. Yeah. Um but but they also had that it was great when they went and and uh, what was that thing called that that organism that they had to go steal uh, rockets code from oh uh, yeah that was the uh, that was one of the funniest thing I mean you right? know that's the, that whole scene that whole uh, part of the movie really works so well I love that part you know yeah and then I also like the part where where Quill was going to fly that ship and he had to stick his hands in that uh, in the oh in the goo in the goo and yeah. you could, I'm just I I had to like all the hair on my body stand up during that scene. <laughs> I could just picture myself doing that. I'd be like, Ew. "Oh yeah, Ew. disgusting." It'd yeah. be like sticking my hands on a big bottle of Vicks <laughs> vapor rub or something like that. That's yeah. how I kind of imagine what it would feel like. Yeah, <laughs> you know. No, yeah, yeah, that was pretty disgusting. I yes, the, the movie overall, I loved it though. I thought it was yes. a great movie. I'm I'm a sucker for the emotional hook, and that they got me in there with the rocket story, and I loved just yep. seeing where Rocket came from. I'm really, and to be honest. It, it was kind of sad because you know this is the last... Okay, it said that in the end, it says Star-Lord will return. Right. You know it's the last one. The James yes. Gunn's gone. He's so gone, yeah. this type of, of uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is done. And yes. that was kind of the bittersweetness of it, too, I think. Going yeah. into the movie theater, knowing this is it for... Basically, this is it for these characters, I think, you know? Yeah. And you know, I as thought, we know them, as we know them. Yes. And you make a very good point because I know that there was a lot of speculation going back and forth about if some of the main characters were going to die just to make the story plausible and they didn't, you know, but the characters went on their separate ways. And so it felt like in a way they did die because that the group of the guardians that we know, you know, they have gone their own separate ways. Now some yeah. have stayed to remain the guardians like Nebula and Drax uh, and in the end of the movie, and Rocket, and Rocket, yeah. yeah. And then we know that Adam Warlock was brought on to be one of the Guardians as well at the end of the movie. Yeah. But then we also know that Gamora returns to the Ravengers, so she remains a Ravenger. We know that Star Lord Quill goes to Earth to find his grandfather, mm. and then we know that uh, that Drax kind of goes off, and I think he's with the other remaining Guardians as well. So even though none of the main characters died, it felt like in a way they did because yeah. that connection that they had, that bond that they had kind of died when they all went their own separate ways it's kind of interesting because the movie kind of played it out to where you know they had some i mean some tough scenes between gamora and mm -hmm. uh, uh quill yes it was yes. tough you know and and you uh, they they really hit a lot of emotional points with yeah. with with the relationship that's now not there right and right. and you could just feel uh you know uh star lord's uh you know heart broke i mean it it was it was very devastating it was. and i will say that that that's probably you can tell and in, in, in the movie that was you know the way they portrayed it i think that broke him that's why he's like i gotta i just gotta get out of here you know yeah. i gotta go kind of go my own way because it's yeah. never gonna be the same absolutely um but i will say that the end scene there the end credit scene was pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> just eating a bowl of cereal yeah i was like well anything would be funny of 40 what did they say like a 45 year old man out here mowing your lawn, mowing your lawn yeah <laughs> aren't people gonna be asking questions hey gotta make a living somehow. you know but it, it was like oh my god I was, but at the same time i'm looking at the going there's no way star lord's gonna stay there there's no right. way he's gonna stay at some point he's because he, he's bigger than that you know right. what i mean as Ax far yeah as, 
Yeah. I mean, he's done so many things. And they, and also, I will say that, uh, um, what's his face? Uh, uh, Yondu made an appearance. He did. Oh, yeah. man. That was emotional, too. What What is the right. ca- I can't remember the character's name. Uh, uh, it's not Yondu's apprentice, but the guy that also has the arrow now. Oh, that's Craglin. Craglin, yeah, yeah, which is actually uh, James Gunn's James brother, Gunn's Sean, Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn, yeah, yeah. It's his brother. Mm-hmm. He and actually he played. I, I was reading some some stuff on it. He actually was a fill in for Rocket. Huh. As far as the the character, you know, the movements, you right. know, they have to film a human there, and then they put the yeah motion the, capture. Yeah, yeah motion yeah. capture. Thank you. Yeah, and then he was also the voice of Young Rocket. No kidding. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Way to go, so, Sean Gunn. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. Brotherly um, love in the movie there. <laughs> hey man. You know what? If you're there, do it, man. Do put it, your right? put your brother in there. And if your brother's a That's director, right. he goes, like, Hey bro, come on, you know. That's so, right, exactly. But he he had a nice little arc too, though. He Craglin did. did. He had a, a nice little arc, you know. He yeah. kind of helped save the day. That's what was great about yeah. it. Everybody was able to help save the day. Right. The high, high evolutionary, I liked. He did a great job. <laughs> yeah. They, and you're right, they did leave it open. Mm-hmm. We talked about this before, that he might be the new baddie because of the problems with uh, Kang, the actor that plays Kang. Jonathan Majors, Yeah, right. so um, he yeah. might be the new baddie because, uh, yeah, it was kind of... I mean, I knew they wouldn't, you know, take him out. But And it was right. also a great, uh, uh, what would you say, um, for a Rockets character, even though in most of the film... He's not necessarily in it. I mean, right. he's laying on a, a, a laying on his medical, deathbed. yeah, yeah, laying on his deathbed essentially, yeah. But you know, he did have growth there uh, towards the end of it, right? And yes, he kind of got some closure. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was great. So we had a chance to see that closure there, that development with Rocket, and we finally got a chance to see um, <clears throat> really the uh, the importance of his character. Uh, which we had never seen before. We saw it with Quill in the first one. We saw it mm. with uh, Gamora a little bit in the second one. And uh, especially in the Avengers film as well, we really saw the connections between... And in, in Avengers Infinity War, we saw a lot more of Gamora's backstory too. So yeah, yeah. It, felt, it felt good to finally get rockets um rockets troubled life in there and bring closure to that too. Now, they're going to have to do another one for Groot. We've got to figure out where Groot came from. A twig? Originally, maybe he started off as just a little pit or a seed. <laughs> I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Was, was, was he? Was he? Did he come from a fruit? Was he a seed inside a fruit? And a bird ate him and then pooped it out and then he grew. Is that what happened? Is that possibly? Yep. <laughs> I mean, hey, you got to sorry, got to start sorry. somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was a great movie. Um, yeah. Probably most of you have seen it by now. If you haven't, though, I would definitely uh, definitely, definitely go rec- watch it. Yeah. yeah, definitely recommend it. Worth it. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. Moving on here, uh, interesting story you had put in about uh, The Rock. Yeah. What is going on with The Rock and DCU? Yeah, so wait, did I just scroll past it here? I think I did. Oh, yeah, I did scroll past it. Sorry. Yeah. Let me pop that open. because we Well, this was from Inside the Magic um, yeah. the website, and uh, the, the headline on it, I'll read it real quick. Right? Look yeah. It says, Goodbye, DC. Dwayne Johnson mm-hmm. jumps ship to a $7 billion franchise. Now, when I read this, I initially mm-hmm. thought, okay, so what is going on here? Is he uh, is he going to Marvel? I thought there was rumors that he might go to Marvel. Yeah, there were rumors that he was going to go to Marvel a little bit. Um, I know that at one point he was rumored to be considered as um, uh, he was being considered to play the role of Craven the Hunter, who was one of uh, Spider Man's main villains. Oh, okay. And the next Spider Man film is coming out, but. Uh, he is not uh, the actor Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was in one of the X Men, who was in actually in um, 
uh, one of the Captain America films, Captain, or no, the Avengers film, the Avengers Age of Ultron. He played um, Quicksilver, Wanda Maximoff's brother. Oh yeah, in okay. Age of Ultron. He yeah. actually was cast as Craven. Oh so, wow. So yeah, I don't think Dwayne jumped ship to Marvel. I think what he's done is he's jumped ship to go back to the Fast franchise. Yeah, that's 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 what it uh, yeah. ultimately that's what the article uh, pans out because I, I yeah. just assume I'm saying that I just assume because mm-hmm. we heard that he might be with Marvel that oh right. he's going to you know. But no, I guess because they're not, you know, they do have James Gunn now for DC. Mm-hmm. I think they're going a different way. Yeah. The the movie didn't do, Black Adam didn't do too well. No, it didn't. It, it bombed at the box office and there was really, a, there, there was a really nasty war of words that went on between, in the press, between Johnson and DC because... Uh, Johnson claimed that um, that I guess the, there were some issues dealing with creative control, or there are some issues mm. dealing with character involvement or story structure, something along those lines. I don't remember okay. what it was, but so yeah, it was a rather um, it was a rather unacrimonious departure for both uh, Dwayne and DC. So mm. suffice to say, we're not going to see a Black Adam sequel anytime soon. Well, and I kind of thought that anyway. I mean, you know, it seems like with James Gunn and with the new leadership they have over there, yeah. they're just wiping the slate clean. I mean, they're 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 basically the only one that they might keep would be Ezra Miller, which we still don't understand why. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, everybody's gone. So, I mean, it, it, you know. Well, well, ultimately here, and what this article says too, Eric, is that uh, Johnson actually wanted to take over the DCU. And uh, he wanted to basically be in charge of making a lot of the creative control for some mm. of the future movies. But, okay. But obviously, and obviously, because we know that regardless of what he does, he's kind of he's going to put butts in the seats. People are going to go watch his movies. I mean, but they he, didn't. They, well, and you're right, they didn't. Not ultimately the way they thought they would. So I think. Dwayne felt personally lied to when they made James Gunn the head of DC because it sounds oh, like gotcha. Dwayne thought that at least with a handshake agreement that, okay, we're going to let you take over a lot of what's going on with the DCU and then whoop, you turn around, wake up the next day, hey, James Gunn, head of DCU. So I can yeah. kind of see if that's how it ha- how it unfolded, why Dwayne would be a little bit chapped on the hide there about that. Well, and I, you know, you can't blame the studio necessarily. I mean, you know, yeah. maybe they maybe they didn't, maybe they thought it was a good idea at one time and then the uh, James, you know, Gunn, maybe they're thinking, hey, you know, he, he's up here, he's... He's interested, and uh, and they liked his pitch, you know. So, I mean, there's a lot of money they pour into these things, especially Mm -hmm. these superhero movies. And, you know, they can't gamble. You know, there is always some gambling with any movie. But, I mean, you know, you when you put this much money into a movie, you do want a sure thing. Yeah. Right? And, Mm -hmm. and... Dwayne's kind of a unproven. He, he's he's an, a, an an actor, I guess, as far as he's bankable actor, but he's unproven in the producing space. Exactly. He's yeah. the, he's the Arnold Schwarzenegger of his era. You know, he is he's he's a true action star. Does I mean he's done a few kind of offbeat comedies here and there, action drama, action comedy stuff like that. But he's he's the Schwarzenegger of his era. I will say this though, I have a hard time watching a right now. Here's what I think. I think I I like Dwayne Johnson as an actor, but it's almost overkill. He's almost, there's a, there's almost too much of him out there right, right now. Exactly. The only time I want to watch him is with he's when Kevin Hart. <laughs> like we recently watched the the two Jumanjis, the oh, new Jumanjis, yeah. and yeah. I mean those are so 
rewatching them, those movies are so funny. I they love are. those movies. I, they are. I, I liked them when I first watched them. Oh, that's pretty cool. When yeah. I rewatched them, I loved them. I mean, it's like yeah. I could go back and rewatch them again. Right. Just, just the, the chemistry between those two. I think anything he does, he has to have Kevin Hart with him. Yeah. I don't care. I'll watch it. I don't care what it is. I'll right? watch it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, those are those are fun films. So Yeah, so, um, uh, so <laughs> going back to him, though, I'm almost thinking, I'm almost, now, I think it's perfect for him. We, we talked about the, the $7 billion franchise is the Fast and the Furious Fast franchise. franchise yeah. I guess they have Fast X, Fast 10, whatever you want to call it. And they're going to do a Fast 10 part two, right? So yes, yes. he's going to be involved in that. They're bringing him back for that. I think Vin Diesel, was he out? Was he already out of this one? I haven't seen the last this one. This was going to be, this one that's coming out now is going to be his last one. the film. last one, right? Yeah. So I, they're looking for another bankable big yeah. big uh, name to put in there. And it's perfect for him to go back. I think he'll do right. great in, in the franchise uh, with these um, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, you know, I, I don't know, man, I think he's just almost too much Dwayne now, you know? Well, you know, he's becoming, you know, Dwayne is trying to step, is trying to step front and center to be more of a business guy. Now he's mm. trying to really become more involved behind the scenes of the movie making now, as far as trying to be a producer. And cause he was, um, one of the main producers on black Adam. And that's okay. why he was so excited and geeked about doing black Adam is cause he pretty much had <clears throat> a lot of autonomy to decide how the movie went from a creative standpoint, even though it's part of the Snyder verse and it didn't fit in with what James Gunn is doing there in DC. He still had a lot of creative control, but he's been like that with a lot of his projects where if you've noticed, in addition to being an actor listed in the credits, he's also listed as an executive producer. So I feel like Dwayne right now is trying to bank more on Dwayne, the rock Johnson as a product rather than Dwayne, the rock Johnson, the actor. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, he's made all the bank in the world being it being an action star. So now it feels like he's trying to step back more and uh, try and become a uh, a true entrepreneur because not yeah. only is he still involved in films, Eric, but he's also um, the commissioner or the uh, co-owner of the XFL. Oh, okay, you know, yeah. So that yeah, that's that, right. That that two bit almost gonna soon be defunct football league <laughs> again that draws ten. How many people. times? Yeah. How many times are they gonna try this stuff? <laughs> yeah. Right. So now that's a that's a good example of Dwayne reaching out and trying to be more yeah. of trying to gain more business acumen. So um, it, it feels like this is just kind of a natural evolutionary process for him. And he's now planning for life after movies, kind of like the way LeBron is planning for life after basketball because he's being more heavily involved well, and in he, producing. And he's getting older now, too. Yeah, and I'm is. sure, you know, these movies do take a toll, especially these action ones. They, right. they do take a toll on your body and, and plus having to be in like tip top shape all the time. And that, yeah. that's got to run you down at the same time. So I'm sure he's kind of looking, maybe like you're saying, to kind of separate himself yeah. um, um, from that. But uh, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens uh, for Dwayne. He might. Uh, who knows? There might be a Fast and the Furious 11, 12, 13. 25. <laughs> I say they stop at twenty five. Where do they go? They've already went to outer space. Where do they go now? Right? They, uh, they could go to hell. They could go to heaven. Uh, who knows where they could go? <laughs> Fast and the Furious <laughs> in Hades. Hades. That's right. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, hey, talk about Fast and go Furious. Go ahead, Dwayne. We'll give you that idea. Take it and run with it. How That's about that? Right, we exactly. won't charge you for it. It's out there. It's out there in the ether now. So. There we go. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. We do appreciate yep. you. Hey, if you do uh, on the podcasting apps, I know Apple does it for sure. Uh, leave us a review. Leave us yeah. uh, hopefully five stars. Hopefully uh, you yeah. guys can give us five stars. It does help the algorithm and help out the show. Yeah. Check out our social media, and uh, we'll check you guys on the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on Facebook, pardon the intermission, and on Twitter at PTI underscore podcast. Take care, everyone. Peace out. God bless. See you on the flip side. All right, later.
Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Radio Hour.